treated ourselves with this, you know, a higher level of compassion and love, and then we treated each person that we saw as this divine being before us. If mm-hmm. we saw ourselves as divine beings and we saw everybody we met as divine beings, what would the world look like? How's it going? Good. We met originally at the Modern Mystery School. So maybe you want to start with your background with that or just what you're doing currently and what your offerings are. Yeah, great. Thank you. So I'm a guide and healer with the Modern Mystery School, and this is an ancient lineage tradition that uh, goes back thousands of years. And I, you know, people often ask, like, how did how did you get into this? Because it's kind of a you know, off the beaten path to be totally <laughs> working with, um, you know, energy healing and, and these types of things. And, you know, I was reflecting on this this morning. And as a kid, I always really, I wanted to do something that was meaningful, and I wanted to make a difference. And, you know, you see all these problems in the world. And I felt like, like, you know, this is fixable. We can, we can do something yeah. about this. <laughs> I was kind of like, really productive on. kid. <laughs> I was like, come on, adults, like we can, you know, get it together and we can figure some of this out. And so I was really kind of idealistic about that possibility. And I was, you know, kind of looking, well, what's my piece in this? How can I make a difference? And then as I got older, you know, it gets to be like, well, there's just so much going, you know, Mm -hmm. there's just so much that needs healing, really. Mm -hmm. And I I, I felt like, I think a lot of us, we just kind of like look at, okay, how you know, what are we interested in? How can we find something that, you know, can make a life for ourselves? Yeah. And, and I kind of, you know, fell into this where there was always still a piece of me that was, was searching and, and I kind of put that on the back burner, just like, okay, I'm going to get a degree. I right. went to English and, you know, I was just trying to find something. And, but there's always this piece of me that's like, okay, there's got to be more. And I think at some point I was like, okay, if I'm going to help other people, I need to really figure out my own stuff because I had my own, you know, things that came up as I lived life were, you know, anxiety or depression and different things, different coping mechanisms where I was like, mm-hmm. I need to get myself into a place where I'm more balanced and in my power in order to make a difference in the world. Because right now, you know, I was, I was kind of struggling. And this was, you know, after college. And so I also had this, this sense that, you know, that there is, there's something more. And when I heard the word mystery school, it kind of came a friend of a friend. I was intrigued and I found that there was a woman here in Minneapolis who was teaching classes. And when I read about it, it just, I felt like called, like there's something here for me. And I did this two-day class called Empower Thyself. And I learned these tools to really work with energy in a way that was, it was for me, like I I like felt something, it was tangible. And at the end of the second day, I received an initiation, which expands the amount of light that we hold and different tools to, um, you know, bring more light into our lives, set our energy and really shift um, our energy. And I started working with these tools. I was like, okay, what's going on here? There's something happening. And it was like, I, I, it was like a, a new foundation that I was living on where I felt more grounded. I felt more like myself. And 
I was introduced to this um, system of understanding of you know that goes back thousands of years that really looked at who we are as humans from a bigger picture that included you know body, soul, and spirit, and this bigger framework that you know we are more than just our physical bodies. And when I started working with these tools that were working with energy and going beyond just like a psychological or mental approach and really seeing these shifts happening, you know, the modern mystery school, it's these ancient tools that are specialized in supporting progression of who we are as spiritual beings here mm-hmm. in the physical world. And I I was like, okay, this is this is the piece that I was looking for, is like opening up this door to bringing more magic into our lives and mm-hmm. how we live our lives from this expanded perspective that we are spiritual beings here in the physical and taking that not just a concept but starting to experience more of who we are beyond just our physical body and I felt like this is the piece where if we really want to make a difference in the world you know we have to look at each one of us like taking really responsibility for ourselves and our own healing process and so we can be you know more in our power to be stronger agents of positive change in the world and if we want to heal there's so many systems on the planet that that need healing Mm -hmm. but it's like we have the tools to really to solve a lot of the problems people starving or Mm -hmm. the environment and all these different things it's like we have tools to shift this but it's like we're not making the choice to do it it really starts with with each of us taking our own healing journey, say, like, where am I stopping myself? Where am I operating in, uh, like, subconscious programming, coping mechanisms, things where I'm not able to really be the most compassionate, loving aspect of myself as much as possible. It's like, mm-hmm. that's really where I feel like the healing journey is something that isn't thing that it's like we do to <laughs> I think we both know. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's like I, I don't know. One of the things that I wanted to talk about today is like what is healing really? And you know, in the media and especially on social media, I think it's starting to get a little bit of exposure as like something that makes you feel really good or a temporary thing and then afterwards when you're done with your healing session, you're you're healed. But in reality, it's sort of a lifelong process. And just as a healer yourself, it's so fascinating for me to hear that you've had this worldly perspective on it since a, since your childhood. Because, like, that's so not common, I feel. And for me personally, I didn't get into this until... It, it was like a it was a selfish thing at first. Like I was like, I can't possibly live my life this depressed or anxious anymore. And I was like, so I just went on my own journey. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I, I can help other people do this too. So it was kind of the opposite way. But the worldly perspective is so important, I think. I'm really gl- glad that you brought that up. Well, and I think like for me too, I started, I was really looking for my own healing because I was in a dark place at that time in my life. And I think I'd kind of forgotten about that. That, that place what you know when we're kids I think we're much more idealistic about yeah what's possible <laughs> right and we're more tuned into I think that you know the magic of life beyond like as we grow up we're told like really you know to see things more from a logical perspective that 
doesn't always allow for this aspect of ourselves that's beyond just our physical reality. And I think that's something we might talk more about today. Is, yeah. You know, like the energy and like, what is this and how can we work with this to to harness this for positive change in, in our lives? Mm-hmm. And um, but I think I think most people who do this work really start out because we are looking for our own healing. And then when we find something that works, it's like, I want to share this. I want to support others with this. When I first started receiving healing sessions, I had somebody in my life who was like, well, aren't you healed yet? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, um, and that's where it, you know, it's, it's not just about feeling good or that like maintaining the comfort zone. It's this process. I really believe it's, you know, continuing to explore who am I, what is my purpose? And it's something that, something that is continuously unfolding and yeah and coming into like I think of my higher self as who I am as spirit and if I was living my life as my higher self what would my life look like Mm -hmm. I would be a much more compassionate person and seeing the perspective from a place where you know in any conflict situation where you can really see that other person in a much more loving way Mm -hmm. and whenever I come into a situation where there's conflict it's like I want to tune into that and say you know like how can I be the best version of myself in this situation and oftentimes those situations help us see where there's still healing for us to do in our own lives Mm -hmm. and so it's an opportunity to you know be you know more forgiving or more compassionate and really part of it is it's like we were to know from day one our greatest gifts what we our potential of what we could do with our lives mm-hmm. we would probably be terrified <laughs> and just <laughs> right you know say like no that's not me like I don't feel like that person like mm-hmm. I, how could I do that but it's like this process of continually exploring and unfolding more of of who we are and our, our potential and a piece of it that I think is really important is is finding your joy and like what it is that really lights you up and I think that we're not often taught to look at that and to like ask the questions of you know who am I really and mm-hmm. what is it that really brings me joy it's very oftentimes a really practical approach that we take that where that's not as valued it's it's something that maybe it's nice to have but it's not really the mm-hmm. focus but I think that, you know, that that's, if we're not enjoying our life, you know, why not? Right. Like, what what can we do to, you know, make a living, but to do it in a way that is tapping into your unique strengths and gifts and challenging and growing continuously where we don't have to just settle for just getting by. Mm-hmm. And, and I do believe that everybody has, you know, unique qualities and gifts that they can share with the world that is going to make the world a better place it's like you have a unique perspective to share but oftentimes we just don't it's like a hallway of doors and it's like we don't look and explore and open all these rooms we just get into our comfort zone and Mm -hmm. you know maybe maintain that and right yeah that's so true everything that you've said resonates with me so much especially going back to what you had said about living as a spiritual being is so important and I didn't really realize its importance until I was at this retreat and I've told bits of this story on the podcast before but I basically had this experience where I was taught you know this new age concept that our souls are infinite and that we 
chose our families and it was actually a conference that does a lot of trauma work and stuff like that so this teacher was you know expressing to us that perhaps you chose all of this like perhaps you chose to go through all of this in order to become who you're becoming and i just remember feeling so lit up by it and it resonated with me so much i was like i'm infinite like i had forgotten that for a while for some reason <laughs> but then after that it's when my life totally like took off and since then you're right with the joy thing is i felt like it was really rare in my life for me to feel joy in what i was doing on a daily basis but now that i've started doing things you know at this conference it was when i had one of my awakenings and realized that my purpose was to be a healer and that's the word that i got so i was really confused by it was not into anything spiritual whatsoever and i just remember telling a woman at the conference who's now my spiritual spiritual teacher but i was like i don't want to do any of this like i don't want to be this like new age woman that i'm getting visions of <laughs> and now i'm obsessed with it like 10 months later but <laughs> but anyways back to the joy piece like since i've started doing things that feel good in my soul and like these sessions that i'm doing with people intuitive guidance sessions and reiki sessions i wouldn't say that it's directly correlated with like overall happiness well it is directly correlated with overall happiness like experiencing more joy is but there's a significant difference in joy and happiness i guess yeah definitely yeah i would say you know happiness is an emotion that um you know it it's it comes and goes but joy in the mystery school we talk about joy as not an emotion but as a state of being Mm -hmm. And when we, when you're describing like, you know, we are spiritual beings, but oftentimes we, um, we don't think of ourselves that way. You know, we like, mm -hmm. we wake up in the morning and, you know, it, it's like often we identify more with like our physical body and our physical life. And like, I'm Genevieve. I'm from Minnesota. Right. Not, like I'm the <laughs> infinite spiritual being. I've lived hundreds of lives. <laughs> and I, you know, this vehicle, this physical body is a vehicle that I'm operating but when I really come to explore, like, who am I really? And to live your life in alignment with who you are as a spiritual being, that's what really, like, that's that's where the joy comes, when we're living mm -hmm. in alignment with who we really are. And it doesn't mean that life is always pleasant or, you know, like, there still are challenges and we can, you know, oftentimes discomfort is part of, you know, our process to continually step out of the comfort zone and explore like who am I I'm doing something I've never done before but there's something you know mm -hmm. exciting here and and in this process it's like we can have that experience of oh, oh I'm discovering something new but with that can be there there can be fear that comes up but it's like walking through it and now saying like oh my gosh I can do this like this mm -hmm. is this is something that you know it, it really like sparks that inner fire and and as we're, you know, approaching life where it, it's like, I'm going to explore and to really see like, you know, something that maybe there's an inkling of this is something I want to explore or do, but, you know, we can often come up with so many excuses not to do it. But then when you do it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is like, there's something inside of me that is just like lighting up with this. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's like setting a new foundation for approaching life from a place of connection to who you are as spirit and as spirit there's no healing that we need as spirit it's like the 
a spirit, you're perfect, but in this physical density, you know, we can talk a little bit about the metaphysics of it, you know, yeah. within the hermetic teachings, there, we talk about, you know, 144,000 rays of frequency or dimensions, and here this physical density is 144,000th ray in the most dense, you know, place of being. Mm-hmm. And so here we are in a place that can be difficult. It's There's a lot of, you know, things that come up in life where we feel cut off from who we are as spirit. But when we are, you know, remembering that you are an infinite spiritual being and you connect to that, um, you know, that is your where your power is. When you are in the present moment with that being, that essence of who you are and operating from that perspective, there's nothing that can happen that is bigger than that, that is too much to handle. Mm-hmm. And and so when we can approach life from that foundation, it's like, you know, the fear might come up, but we're able to overcome it. And we're able to, you know, see it from a different perspective where it's something that, um, you know, we are more empowered to take on whatever challenges come up in life. Mm-hmm. And that's something that on, on this path for me has been the most um, rewarding and like why I am so excited about, you know, supporting people with this process of shifting it from a concept of that I am an infinite spiritual being to really, you know, embodying that. And like, this is my perspective that I'm operating from because Mm -hmm. there's so much that we can do as spiritual beings operating here at the physical we have so many tools and different things that we can do to to uh to live a life of joy to bring the magic into our lives to Mm -hmm. make a difference in the world and to overcome those places where we stop ourselves because often it's like our own story that we tell ourselves like no this you know you're not good enough or you know that's you're going to make a fool out of yourself if you do that or like all these things where we your podcast is going to suck yeah all these things that we do that keep us from exploring and expanding and and just you know play it small and we it's like we put ourselves in a box Mm -hmm. but we don't need to be in a box there's really like what if somebody thinks that you know is this isn't good or, you know, like it's judgment. It's like, who cares? That doesn't affect you. Like, if yeah. you know that you are expressing, you know, this drive to be yourself. Like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. And the more that that's, again, part of the healing journey is like going through this process of really healing these things so that, you know, there there's no, I don't know, like trigger points where like, it doesn't matter what anybody else says if, if there, if, there's not a point for that to hook into to take you off balance then you mm-hmm. know that that's that's really an empowered place to be when you've dealt with your own stuff so that you can just be be you be free to be you totally yeah and you're right it starts with that feeling inside of you that lights you up it's you have to start paying attention to when you feel awesome cuz that is a sign that you're on the right path <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i think the more that, that joy, that spark that comes in, that and it's not an emotion. It's like deeper than that. It's like, you know, it's a state of being. And mm-hmm. it's something where even if you're dealing with a really challenging situation, you can still come at it from a place of joy and see 
you know, what is what is the bigger picture here? What am I learning in this situation? And the more that we do things that bring us joy, living from this foundation, it's like it just keeps on building. It's like expanding. And, you know, there's no limit to the amount of joy that we can have in our life. It's, it's mm-hmm. an infinite amount that we can do. And and that's one thing that, you know, talking about the healing journey, one of the things that is really important is to take that responsibility for ourselves in our life and ask the questions like, you know, if I'm not living a life that is bringing me joy, why not? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's things like if it's a job that you don't like or, you know, different things, relationships, it's like we start by asking those questions and maybe it's, you know, the way that we're dealing with a certain situation, you know, let what can we, what can we do about it? What can we change about it? And there's mm-hmm. always something um, that we can do. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not stuck. No. And so often it's so easy to get caught up in the stories like you mentioned before, but living from your soul's perspective or your spirit's perspective is so beneficial. And I talk about this or my, my, breathwork instructor talks about this when we do our breathwork meditations and she's like having us write down some challenges and then if and then she reframes it and she says like if my soul were trying to teach me something through this lesson what would they be trying to teach me and then it just it kind of flips it it's like well, how can I get through this what's the real purpose here and then how can I move past it and go back to my own life instead of telling these stories and being angry about certain situations but yeah yeah Yeah. when we get into the story and it's like we just replay it and it's like does that really you know to be in that loop it's it's often you know not helpful to us but when we can see like okay this is where I'm what I'm learning here and really shift through it like in say somebody does something wrong like wrongs you in some way and we can get righteous about it and be like, oh, my gosh, that was so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, tell that story. How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> or you can see, OK, well, here's an opportunity to really, you know, forgive somebody who wrongs you. You know, hold the boundary. It doesn't mean that, you know, that's OK. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's OK when you forgive somebody. But to to rather than just like tell that story, like, oh, my gosh, this person did this and that was so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that gets old. It's like we just like replay it. And it's like we. It, it doesn't really serve us, but when we can, you know, really see, okay, this is an opportunity to, to see this from a different perspective and to bring compassion or forgiveness and learn from it. Okay, I'm not going to do this again, or I'm not going to put myself in this situation and wish them well, but it, it's like, it, it's, it's a totally different way of, of operating. So, well, I think that's a really great way for people to start just becoming more conscious of what's going on with them internally is framing up those questions and like recognizing when that stuff comes up. And I was also wondering if you have any other tips for like people starting out on this path or, you know, tools or rituals that you use or anything like that. Yeah. So I think one of the big things is really looking at situations and like that self-reflective process of, you know, what's, what's going on in my life? What is my goals? What do I want to create in my life? And am I making choices that are in alignment with that? Mm-hmm. And, and then maybe recognizing like when I'm making choices that aren't in alignment with what I really want in my life, why, you know, what's going on beneath that? And some things that 
can be helpful is journaling to, you know, just like reflect and have insight into, you know, what's going on. But for me, the biggest thing that really supported me on this path was working with the tools in the Modern Mystery School that are really, you know, specialized in supporting people in this process of having more awareness, number one, Mm -hmm. and then doing something about it. So it's like when we talk about light, like bringing more light into our and into our energy body and we say like with the initiation it expands the amount of light that you hold 10 times and it's like what's 10 times the light light? (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so um you know we can talk about like you know the light as frequency vibration that is um you know we have this whole spectrum of frequencies that we experience as spiritual beings here in the physical and as we you know, we, we only perceive with the electromagnetic spectrum, you know, a small portion of these, but mm-hmm. we um, can think of the light as like really high frequency, vibration, energies, you know, spirit. Like from source almost. Yes. Could you say that? Okay. Yep. yep. So like rays of light, if you think of like rays of light moving out through the universe and as these rays of light slow down and come into this physical density, we can experience it as the electromagnetic spectrum as sound you know these are all things that are frequency that we experience here in the physical Mm -hmm. so we we can bring in more of that high frequency vibration into our energy structure and connect more with who we are as spirit so it's like if you think of yourself as spirit as this infinite infinite being Mm -hmm. existing in all dimensions all frequencies and operating this physical vehicle of of the body and in the mystery school, we, we teach that there's a difference between the soul and the spirit. So the soul body is like this go between assisting and communicating between the spirit mm-hmm. and then our, our physical self. So the souls, you know, helps this communication process. And um, as we live life, you know, things can come up. It's kind of like if you think of like a computer system, like your spirit would be the user on the keyboard operating mm-hmm. things. And the soul is like the software that's helping facilitate this process. And then you can think of like the hardware is like our physical body. Mm-hmm. And and as we as we live life, things can come up where, you know, we get a bug in the system or different, you know, things that happen where we develop coping mechanisms or subconscious programming that it's like we start operating in a way that maybe takes us off course from who we truly are as spirit. Yeah. You gotta get an upgrade yeah. or, or a firewall. <laughs> yeah. So so it's like when we, you know, work with healing, it's it's a way of yeah, upgrading the software system to be, you know, more connected to who we are as spirit to really facilitate that communication. And and when we think of light, I did a session the other day um where a client, you know, she she felt different where she's talked about like just feeling more expanded more Mm -hmm. expansive and it's like when the light comes in it's like we have more awareness it's like when you turn on a light in the room you can see better Mm -hmm. and it's like having more awareness of our self beyond our physical body having more awareness of who we are as a spiritual being just like having a sense of that like she like said her eyes felt bigger or she just felt (laughs) bigger yeah and it's like um this is often like when we have that connection to who we are it's like this expansion of ourselves it's like the problems that we have 
are, are smaller. It's like as right. we expand, it's like what we're dealing with, oh, it doesn't look that big. Or um, maybe there's not that same emotional attachment to it where it's like, oh, I still have to deal with this, but it's not, you know, pulling me off balance where now I'm like wrapped up in it. I'm able to like take a step back and say like, okay, now I can deal with this. Mm-hmm. And and so light, it, it has, it, it's tangible. It's something that we can bring into this physical density. If you think of like molecules or atoms, you know, as we bring in that higher vibration, it's like expanding and holding more light within this physical matrix. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Like after the empower thyself initiation, it, this is a tool, an ancient tool within the lineage of uh, expanding the amount of light that we hold and anchoring spiritual energies into the physical. And oftentimes people will say that, you know, after receiving this, people will say like, oh, you look different. Like, what, did you do something <laughs> different with your hair? <laughs> or, you know, but it's, it's often yeah. like they see something different. They, they pick up on the change of energy and they're trying to like make it into something physical. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, because most people are like, oh, you look much brighter. Like, well, actually they might say you look brighter, but you know, like yeah. you're, you're holding more light. You're like, most people don't think in that way, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, how to make it. So it's like, oh, you must have done something. Did you lose weight? You know, right. Like, all these different things. Um, but it is tangible. And that's something that when I started working with these tools, it's like, how do we work with energy in a tangible way to bring that connection to, you know, to spirit and work with like in sacred geometry, like how do we activate a space to raise the vibration? And it's, it's like, as we, you know, we are spiritual beings here in the physical, we can bring more of that light and that energy into our physical lives to help us have more awareness, to have uh, more connection to, uh, the full reality that we're experiencing because this physical density is just a tiny, you know, piece of Mm -hmm. the full reality that we're a part of. And, um, you know, with the electromagnetic spectrum, it's like we only are able to perceive with our physical senses, like 1% of of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And we're only consciously aware of like five to 10% of that. (laughs) So that's like a lot that's going on that we're just, we're just not usually aware of and we're really not taught to be aware of it unless we find ourselves on a path where we're really starting to explore that there is more and it's not just imagination it's 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 you know it's real Mm -hmm. tangible and we as spiritual beings here in the physical we have the ability to harness that energy and bring it into our lives to you know create a better life, life. For ourselves, but <laughs> yeah. also for the bigger picture too. And that's where, when I started working with these tools for myself, you know, we talked about like, we usually start out for our own journey. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was like, oh my gosh, if this really, you know, if this shift that I experienced, like, I didn't even know that this was possible, that I could move into a place where I was like, felt more like myself than I'd ever felt before and um, getting some traction on this process of really transforming into, you know, aspects of myself that I didn't even know were there or that I, you know, it's like, like we were talking about joy, like new levels of joy that I didn't even know are possible. And um, that's where I started to think, you know, if we want to make a difference in the world, like it really has to start with each one of us doing that work for ourselves because Mm -hmm. like we talked about there's there's 
you know, we have the tools that we need to make the world a better place. But if we're just not choosing to use them in a way, it's like, why? Mm -hmm. Why not? And that's where it goes beyond just a mental process to really, you know, awakening more of the big picture that that we are. I think a piece of it is it's like when you shift into that bigger perspective of who you are spirit, it's like knowing that that you are safe mm-hmm. and that you are it's having, you know, more freedom to be yourself where we can shift out of like survival mode where we really separate ourselves from other people and have, Mm -hmm. you know, more judgment and all these things. But it it starts with in each of us, like where are we judging ourselves? And we have to look at that. And that's, you know, something that there's tools that can help. Cause I think oftentimes when we start, it's like, well, where do I even begin? Mm -hmm. It can be really overwhelming. And, um, and it's, it's something that, um, you know, we, we don't have to figure it out on our own, that there are things that can be helpful. And yeah, I think over time, too, once you're on the path, you just start being led to certain things or certain modalities or certain people. And that's how it kind of I mean, that's how it took off for me was I was just like, I didn't even know what Reiki was. And then all of a sudden I was like, I have to get my Reiki attunements. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know, stuff just kept happening. I kept meeting people. And it all just started to unfold. And, but it started with me doing the work, like doing the hard work of like raising my consciousness really mm-hmm. and becoming aware of why I was feeling the way I was feeling. But yeah, I think the mystery school, it's been around for thousands of years, right? Yeah. So the, um, the lineage, um, so it's tools and teachings that have been handed down from student to teacher that goes back in the written record to the time of King Solomon 3,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then the oral uh, lineage goes back even further than that, um, 8,000 years to the time of Hermes. That's crazy. That's so cool, though. And do you feel like, though, so it's such an ancient tradition and lineage, but do you feel like it's more prevalent than ever? Because it feels to me that it is like more people. I can have a podcast about spirituality. Like in the seventies, that would be so bizarre. It would be so taboo. Yeah, you know, more people are just into it. Yeah, definitely. And so the the lineage throughout most of history wasn't open to the public. It was something that oh. was really like you would be invited to come study. And there are many people in history who have been initiated and have walked this path within the lineage. Like Leonardo da Vinci was an initiate. There's lots of uh, Pythagoras, like people who have used these tools in their lives. Carl Jung was an initiate. Um, oh, and, really? Yeah. And, cool. And how they've they've been, um, you know, using these tools in their lives to help, you know, expand their impact on the world. But it was something that was not open to the public because, you know, throughout history, there, you know, persecution and different things were mm-hmm. these were. Um, esoteric, you know, hidden teachings that were passed down and maintained for, you know, a time when people were going to be ready for this. And in 1997, Gunny Gunnison, who was the founder of the Modern Mystery School, he was an initiate um, training in London as a young man. And he was given the task to come to North America and open the doors of the lineage to the public because the time was was right for you know more people who were waking up and looking for you mm-hmm. know how to 
connect to that there is more than just this physical experience and to really embody more of, of who we are as spiritual beings here in the physical. And each, there's seven ancient mystery school lineages on the planet now that have been you know, maintained for thousands of years. And this is the only one that's open to the public. And each one anchors a specific ray of energy for the planet and for humanity. And the modern mystery school anchors in this ray that is about bridging heaven and earth and really awesome. supporting us in, you know, embodying who we are, spiritual beings here in the physical. And when we do that, I really think that, you know, if we like we can create peace on earth, but it's going to take this awakening of understanding of who we are as spiritual beings in order to get past all of the things that, you know, all the judgments, all the fears that we have that cause us to, you know, be in conflict with each other. Mm -hmm. And um, if we can shift into that more expanded um, perspective that we are, you know, we're all spiritual beings. If we treated ourselves with this, you know, a higher level of compassion and love, and then we treated each person that we saw as this divine being before us, if mm -hmm. we saw ourselves as divine beings and we saw everybody we met as divine beings, what would the world look like? Mm -hmm. It would be a much different place. Mm -hmm. But it really, it starts with each of us and not just from a concept. Because I, I remember like when I first heard that I was an infinite spiritual being, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, nothing, like it didn't change my life until I like started to experience like oh I actually I can shift energy like I can do a ritual and my energy changes that there's something more than just this physical density and mm -hmm. it's like the more I experience that like direct experience rather than just a concept from somebody else's you know a mental thing but just like an experience of that um, that's when things really shifted for me. It's, it's like, like, I don't want to just hear about it. I felt like all my life I was hearing about spirituality, but not really like experiencing it in a way that I was like, Oh, there's something, mm -hmm. there's something here. And, um, yeah. So, so the modern mystery school since 1997, it opened the doors and now has, um, teachers all over the world. We're in 55 different countries and, um, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to connect with communities all around the U.S. and around the world. We, the headquarters are in Toronto, Canada now, and um, mm, we have cool. had opportunities for um, new teachings to be brought forward from, you know, this ancient lineage. There's so much depth within it that that's one of the things that I was really drawn to as well was the lineage because it's like an unbroken thread throughout history of these keys that have been maintained and like with ritual the rituals that we learn within the lineage it's like um, certain you know words or hand motions or different keys that it's like unlocking this door for spiritual energy to come into this physical density and there's a lot of power behind it because of this unbroken lineage cool i think i need some keys so i can get some more light <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, no, but really, I think, you know, according to like the Mayan calendar and a few other theories, the 2000s is the beginning of a thousand years of peace. Have you heard that as well? And that sounds so true with how the Modern Mystery School opened up the doors to the public in, did you say 1990? 1997. 1997, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like they're doing their job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to and, contribute. And 
so that we talk about like the new paradigm is like this opportunity for a new energetic foundation that is, you know, we're in the midst of it. It's like we who chose to be on the planet at this time, I think, you know, there's a reason why we're here and that more people are, you know, like pioneers in moving beyond the way generations before have done things to, you know, if you look at like the younger generation, more people are not just satisfied with, you know, that, I don't know, there's like the pace of go to school, get a job. Yeah. And like, we're like, no, I want to do something that's meaningful. I want to, mm-hmm. um, you know, find my unique, so many more entrepreneurs in the totally. generation. It's like so much um, shift of doing things in a different way that I think is, is part of this creating a new paradigm or what, you know, in the mystery school we call Shambhala. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that, you know, it's not, any one person is or you know it's not like something that's being told like this is what it looks like it's like all of us connecting into ourselves is what's going to create this and like connecting into who who am I really and what's my piece what's my unique gift Mm -hmm. and as each of us does that inner work it's like we become more empowered to be able to express whatever our unique thing is because if we just follow you know, from the outside and let the outside external world say, like, this is what it looks like to be a successful person. Like, that's not going to cut it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, we need to discover that for ourselves and maybe create new paths that, you know, haven't been there before in order to really, you know, create a different way of being where we are, you know, more united and more connected and, um, valuing each other for our differences and our uniqueness um Mm -hmm. yeah really creating something beautiful yeah that's awesome we've we actually talked about that on an astrology episode that i recorded too just that millennials are so their astrological makeup is so different than previous generations that once they take over and you know they start to lead instead of the baby boomer baby boomer generation that's when it things are going to really start taking off too. Mm -hmm. There's just so many different types of information out there that are all suggesting that in the coming years, there's like a major increase in consciousness. Mm -hmm. So cool. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. It's an exciting time to be alive. (laughs) There's a lot of work to do. I know. Like um, that's, you know, the theme of, you know, healing. It's something that if we try to do it without, the healing piece it's like what what are we going to create it's going to be based on a foundation that's not in alignment with who we are as spirit so mm-hmm. it's like that's the piece that i think you know it can be encouraging because it doesn't it doesn't take something outside of you like you're responsible for your own healing so you know mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it you don't need to wait for somebody else to come in and fix you or to give you the answer and that's something that when I first started working with the mystery school, <laughs> I would, you know, before that, I would go to like a psychic reader and say, like, tell yeah. me who I am. <laughs> tell me what's my purpose. Right. <laughs> but when I went to the mystery school, it was a different way where, it, you know, it was like I was being given tools to start to discover that for myself. And, you know, my teacher would ask me questions to like, you know, bring that out rather than you know, giving me the answer. And mm-hmm. at first it was maybe frustrating because I was like, I want to know the answer now. But right. it was more, you know, like lighting that up and giving me tools and empowering really mm-hmm. me to discover that for myself. And just just like the idea of like, rather than hearing about 
you know, being a spiritual being to start to experience it. It's like through our direct experience, we're going to learn a lot more than, you know, just hearing that. Like if, if somebody told you this is who you are, I'd be like, oh, that's great. But until mm-hmm. I really uncover that for myself, it's just a concept. Mm-hmm. Totally. So everyone, you know, finds their own path on this journey. And for people who are interested in connecting with the Modern Mystery School or you, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. So um, we have a Modern Mystery School Center here in Minneapolis. And um, there's also locations, practitioners all over. So if um, somebody's interested, they can reach out to me and I'd be happy to connect them with a practitioner near them. And you can find me online. My website is com. I will be sure to include that in the show notes. Okay, great. <laughs> so people know how to spell it. <laughs> and I'm also on Instagram at Genevieve Oaxaca as well. Awesome. And you do quite a few events, don't you? Yeah. At the school itself? Yep. So at our center, we have um, events. We teach meditation. Um, we teach um, so Wicca meditations and Wicca ceremonies as well from, from this lineage and sacred geometry, astral travel, lots of different tools that you can work with to explore, you know, working with energy and um, experiencing more of that, you know, infinite spiritual being. Astral travel is a great tool for that, where it's like through the practice of astral travel, you're accessing your, you know, your spirit being. And so it's... Yeah, I've actually astral traveled on accident oh but so that that itself just got my attention super quickly but yeah yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) the reason we can astral travel is because we have an infinite spirit body Mm -hmm. so it's it's like that direct experience Um, but also um, the first um, step really the life activation is a a one-on-one session that works with uh, your dna and turning on that spiritual blueprint to embody more of that spirit essence within the physical body. And then the Empower Thyself two-day uh, program where you receive tools and teachings, those keys that are passed down to um, work with energy in a tangible way um, through rituals and the initiation at the end of the second day, which expands the amount of light that you hold and anchoring these spiritual energies into the physical and really accelerating this process of healing and transformation and coming to you know, that awareness of of who you are beyond the physical and really mm-hmm. um you know who you are as a spiritual being mm-hmm. awesome well thank you so much for coming on yeah thank you for having me yes check genevieve out i'll link all of her information in the notes <laughs>